Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yo, this is the Iron Rapport Podcast. I am so freaking excited. I said freaking. I said freaking excited Just because curse. on Monday, December 21st, the Iron Rapport Podcast, myself and G Monetti yeah. are hosting a Raging Bull screening. A Raging Bull holiday celebration. We're screening the movie, then we're doing a live podcast free. Come one, come all. It's all free. We got a beautiful theater, the Crest Theater at 1262 Westwood Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90024. The Crest Theater, 1262 Westwood Boulevard. Everyone's invited. This is for the listeners, for the fans, for people who've never seen Raging Bull. How dare you? For people who've seen it but can't remember it, come on. For people that love it, come on. I want to treat it like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I want people doing lines at the screen. I want people to have a ball. Raging Bull, I Am Rapport Podcast. First of all, we're going to watch the movie. Then I'm going to have a live podcast with me and Gmo Eddie and some special guests to talk about the movie. I'm doing this because Raging Bull is celebrating its 35th anniversary. The most influential movie in the last 35 years. 
or arguably the most, I think it's the most influential mm-hmm. movie of the last 35 years. Starring Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, the first time they ever worked together, directed by Martin Scorsese, Raging Bull. I can't fucking wait, G. Monetti. Me neither. December 21st at the Crest Theater. Yo, I, doors open at 6, screening starts at 7, and we're going till 11 o'clock live and from go- 6 to 11. And we're going to get live. Oh, we're going to get live. We're going to have a ball. We're going to have some cool guests. It's going to be all Raging Bull everything. Yep. And uh, I don't even know what... If, if you listen to the podcast or, or you know any anything about me, you know how much, me personally, I love Raging Bull. And you know how much the I Am Rapport podcast loves Raging Bull. And I'm just super excited. So we're going to get into this episode. We're going to talk a little bit more about this. But 1221, Monday night, 6 p.m. to 11, all Raging Bull, everything. Come one, come all. You can also go to IamRapport.com. We're going to keep posting shit there. There's parking, valet, underground, street parking, first come, first serve. It's going to be an easy night for all. We're just doing this because we love the people. We love the Iron Rapport podcast. And, of course, the most important thing is we love Raging Bull. Yep. American Giant sponsors the I Am Rapport podcast. Go to American-Giant.com. Check it out. T-shirts, sweatshirts, American-made, American-manufactured, really good quality, soft, rugged, hoodies, sweatpants, all of it. AmericanGiant.com. American-Giant.com. The slogan for American Giant that we created is American Giant Clothing. Champion. Can't fuck with this shit, yo. Uh, this is the I Am Rapport podcast. I'm in here with G. Monetti. Yeah, what's up? A.K.A. the Black... Ed McMahon is in Los Angeles. We're in the gloom tomb, the Hollywood studios of the I Am Rapport podcast. Lordy, 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 lordy. What an exciting time it is to be listening to the I Am Rapport podcast. Let me see, man. We're coming to the end of the year. G Monetti's here. How was your flight out here? He literally just landed. No bullshit. Word up. The flight was great. Usually I'm petrified up there. Why is that? Any movement. Gets me scared to death. Mm-hmm. So, luckily, it was smooth. So I was able to sleep and relax. You get nervous up there? Oh, hell I didn't yeah. notice about you. I get fucking. I get petrified. scared in the fucking planes. Yo, you in the air, yo. Just think about that. So, what, what, we should podcast from the plane. Like, I feel like I've flown with you. Yeah, but that was when I was really younger. And I didn't give a fuck. Now you, we up there. I want to get on the ground as quick as possible. I didn't know that. You're yeah, a little man. fucking, you're all fucked up I'm up there. I'm fucked huh? up up there, yo. Man, we, we, we have so many variables, so many factions, so many different subjects and ideas and thoughts and that we, we have to get into on this, this I Am Rapport podcast. I, I don't even know where to start. Um, I'm excited about the NBA season, and and it was a pleasant surprise. I don't know if you saw this, um, the uh, the the NBA TV. I saw my man Greg Anthony finally back. Yeah, after getting caught out there with them hoes and stuff, dialing up hoes from a back page. Now, do you know if he's going to be working in NBA TV anymore? The CBS said, "Fuck this guy." Why? Why did they say that? You's a nasty little motherfucker. <laughs> We thought you were Mr. College, Mr. Articulate. But when you, 
but when you get in them hotels, you change. So now he's hopefully he's gonna be full time gig at uh, NBA TV. What what did he get fired for in the first place? Or suspended? Uh, soliciting prostitution. Man. And they had it was a, a sting operation, and guess ah, who they netted? Damn. Greg Anthony's an NBA analyst, former NBA player who, who played for the Knicks, had a real good, strong career, UNLV. I like Greg Anthony, so I'm glad to see him back. Um, so, G. Monet, let, let's just get into this. As, as, as you may or may not know, I imagine that everybody who's listening to the Iron Rapport podcast, it's, I, 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 maybe I'm wrong. I would love to hear from, from the fans. I feel like it's a soap opera. So if you listen to 109, you know certain things were going on in my life, certain things were going on in G. Monetti's life. If you listen to 110, across 110th Street episode, you know mm. this. And then the uh, 111, the now classic Adam Carolla. It's been deemed an interview, an interview classic. I interviewed mm-hmm. Adam Carolla. I didn't, I didn't know it was going to be deemed a classic that much, but they're saying, boom, it's five mics, instant classic. Yep. Now, will it? Last the test of time is how you really know. Like, a lot of albums came out in 2015, instant classics. But will we, will we be discussing them again in 2035? Yes. That's how you really know if something's a classic. That's the measure. Like, we're still... The fact that 36 Chambers is part of the everyday vernacular in my life, classic. Classic. No you see? Doubt. That's a classic. The, the, the fact that... Uh, I don't know. Throw one, G. Well, it could be in any genre. Any, any classic. I understand your point. Like what? Give one. Give an, give an example. Uh, the fact that... What album, G. Monetti? Just work with me uh, here, man. I, I know work, you just got off the plane. Big, uh, Big Daddy Kane, Long Live the Kane. The fact that Big Daddy Kane, Long Live the Kane is, is something that I listen to and I, and, I, and, I, and I kind of crave. You have to have a craving for it. A classic album... You might go away from it, but you're going to come back to a craving like, mm, yeah, like like some good ass, Word. like you you know like certain women you're like, yeah, that was that was a good time, that was nice. And then for the guy, for the girls, some girls like, yeah, that guy. Remember when I was with uh, G Monetti mm-hmm. at the Gloom Tomb in the Bronx, and he picked me up, butt ass, at the two train, at the at the Gun Hill Road station, sitting on the turnstile. If that happened to you like '96, you might think about him pleasantly uh to this day so in 96 you were sitting on the turnstile butt ass naked mm-hmm. in, in in the bronx or were you at a different station that uh, time? i was in a rockaway avenue station in brownsville so you'd be waiting for your your female guests naked <laughs> man i'm so glad you're out here g monetti yeah. the i am rapaport podcast is coming live fuck mm-hmm my voice is back. Word. So, 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 G Monetti. So, speaking of my voice, the GoFundMe people who who asked for Iello's and to be Iello'd, it's coming at the top of next week. I, no bullshit. I don't want to wreck my voice doing Iello's, so I, I just want to continue to let my voice heal. It has been fucked up. No bullshit. And for somebody that thrives on talking like I do, trust me, it's 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 not fun for me. Uh. G. Moody can attest to that. I, I've never been someone who you would say is a... Is a quiet motherfucker. No. I've never been one you say is a, someone who's at a loss for words. Yeah. That's not really what I'm known for, am I? <laughs> I don't know. Being, being the, the shy, introspective type? Nope. Hell no. Fuck you, man. 
Uh, all right, so the GoFundMe Gmonetti gloom tomb was part of a fire. Now, walk us through the events. Uh, tell us what happened. Tell us about, wh- wh- what's our guy's name who was in there? James Andres. Break it all down, Gmonetti. He calls me at one in the morning and says. Wait, 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 wait. I, I asked you to break it all down. Then. Okay. How did you connect with this guy? Oh, oh, he's one of the Rapper Pack members. And? And he tweeted at me. He would come and help me with my bricks. He's a, a artist, basically. Staining brick. Great dude. Came, drove all the way here to the Bronx, and he started with the bricks and everything. We, we, the GoFund came in. We brought materials. So he's up there, and then one night he calls me. Dude, your house is on fire. Wait. He called you and said, Dude, your house is on fire. And you said what? I said, Are you, I said, Are you serious? Yeah. He said, It's not really your house, but there's a fire on the block and it's spreading, and I think it's on your roof, like the flames. And what time was this at? 1 15. So you did what? I couldn't do anything. I just fucking stared at the ceiling. You didn't go over there and see? I couldn't. The, the, block, the street was blocked. I didn't want to see it anyway. I didn't, who wants to go see your house burn to the ground? You want to see that? <laughs> so I was hoping that they would get it under control. And, and then I came the next morning, and that's what happened. So six houses were burned Mine was spared. Have you only seen, roof damage? Have you seen them, James? No, the the, the houses that yeah, were burned. They didn't, yeah, they, like they, when you say burned, they have to be demolished, burned to that point where there's damn. no roof. Six of was them. Was it fucked up seeing that? Yeah, man. People Red Cross out there. I've never seen anything like that. So, thank God, no one got hurt. No one got killed. And now I have a little bit of roof damage, and now insurance. We'll kick in and we'll take it and get it done. And then James will be coming back to do the work he had initially started. Now, is the gloom tomb going to be ready and repaired? Do you have any idea when we're going to be throwing that party? Because motherfuckers are chomping at the bit for an Iron Rapper. Well, we got a setback now. I got to wait for the insurance to, to kick in. So I don't know. When they tell me, I'll be able to tell the rapper pack. I'm just asking. Just asking. I got you, bro. So uh, that's where we at. W- w- more importantly, was your Casper mattress? It's gone, man. Are you fucking serious? The fucking firefighters hosed it down. Your your fucking mattress yeah, is gone. Yeah, I need. A, I you need, didn't tell me that. Yo, now how the fuck I'm? Wait, how I'm sleeping, yo? And and when you were sleeping on your Casper mattress, how did you enjoy sleeping on your Casper mattress? It made. A world of difference in my back. And, and you know what's great is, is that the Iron Rapport podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattresses. And you too can get an Iron Rapport podcast discount. If you go to Casper Mattresses, you check out your first mattress, you save 50 bucks. Yeah. Award-winning technology. G Monetti could attest to it. So when you saw your, did you see your Casper mattress? I saw it in there. What did it look like? It had... It was charred from the embers. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. The roof was on fucking Yo, fire. Yo, you didn't tell me this shit. Nah. I, I didn't want to tell you about, I got to fucking throw the Casper away. Oh, shit. 
So basically, I lost all my shit up there. Gee, you have a uh, a baby, yeah, a daughter. Did without getting into too many details, do you know if your baby, uh, your daughter's mom, did she ever eat the placenta of the baby? Have it freeze dried? Because no, <laughs> because the reason why I'm asking you is that Kim Kardashian, who. They never, I don't know why they have to announce everything as if everything they say is so great and why I need to know that she's eating the freeze-dried placenta of her new baby. What's his name? St. Nick? Saint. Saint? Yeah. Saint West? Yeah. Saint West, uh, his placenta is being eaten and he's going to be coming into the world with the entire world knowing. So when he's like 14, they're going to be like, did you know your mommy placenta? And he's going to be like, yeah, I always heard about that. Like that's what's going to, like his life is going to be like sort of watched from every single day of his life. Yeah. Like that's what that kid has to look forward to. Good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. So he's going to be like in the fifth grade and be like, yo man, your mom. Whoa. Your mom ate your, ate your placenta or like one day in health class, they're going to be like, and the placenta is what the baby comes out of. And then like little, like little, like Jennifer is going to raise her hand and be like, wait, you mean they like the thing that little saint, saint's mom, Nick, I read about that. My father told me about that on the way to school one day. The teacher's going to be like, that's not an appropriate thing to say in class. And they will be like, why not? Nick, Nick's, Nick's mom ate, ate his placenta when oh. he was a baby. I read about it online. God only knows what kind of technology they'll have. Then they'll have like fucking... You'll be able to see that, yeah. You'll be able... Who knows? <laughs> like it'll be implanted in their hands and shit. Oh, man. You know what I was also thinking about in regards to the Kardashians? And part of me feels like it's cheap to have segments right. or comments or conversations about the Kardashians on the I Am Rapport podcast. But I just can't help it. Do you know that there hasn't been a peep about Lamar Odom in, in like two weeks? Not a picture, not a nothing. Before it was every day. Why did you stop? Like, it, it, Lamar's recovering. I drove past Cedar sinai Remember on the way when we were coming back from the crib, coming back from the, uh, the airport, and I was like, that's the hospital Lamar Odom was in. Was and you were up. like, oh, shit. And then I was like, yo, he's in there trying to learn how to speak and walk. And crap. Yet they're not talking about it anymore. When it was a favorable comp- conversation, hi, hi, babe. Yeah, remember that. Remember when, when he woke up? The first thing that the, the, all the papers reported, it was reported from someone in the Kardashian camp that Lamar said, hi, babe. Hi, babe. Cut to two months later, you were on the Ellen show and you said, Lamar doesn't know who the president is and sometimes he thinks he's 26, and we laugh, and we're like, no, Lamar, you're 36. Right. Big, and, yeah. Making him look like he was all fucked up. And then since then, you promoted your book, the show started, and we don't hear a fucking thing. You haven't tweeted any pictures of him in there when you're feeding him, like, teaching you, him how to eat. You in Paris with James Harden. And James, if you're listening... You got to, you know, start treating these broads like trash because mm. nobody else is doing it. And look what's happening to these guys. Watch yourself, James Harden. We like you. Treat them like, like what, what Slick Rick said? Treat them like a no, prostitute. No, 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 no. This is not the, this is not the, uh, this is, yo. Well, Slick but, but Rick listen, did say that. Say, Slick Rick, Slick Rick did Slick say Rick that. Slick Rick said it, not, not me. You I didn't just, say it. But 
You're dealing with mean motherfuckers. Look mean. how they're doing your fellow NBA player, Lamar. Yo. I, I, I'm such a fan. You know what I was thinking? Lamar Odom had the skill set as a basketball player to play till he's 40. Six foot 11, left-handed, could dribble, shoot, pass, unselfish. That's the kind of dude, like, if he stays healthy, like, that kind of skill set, Lamar Odom's skill set right. is rare. A 6'11 point guard right. who's unselfish, who could shoot, who's left-handed, and who's a pass-first guy. He'll stay on teams. He would have. That yeah. skill set, like Paul Pierce, like certain guys' games, they, 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 they sort of... They sort of lend themselves to playing long. Right, right. A lot of times you can't predict it. A lot of times it's luck. Like like a guy, like a high a high volume athletic guy, is not is not is not generally going to be that. But a shooter, a fucking B.J. Armstrong, not B.J. Armstrong, B.J. Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, Hornacek. Yeah, uh, guys that you could stay. They could Mike Miller types. Yeah. Not no more now. It's over. Shit. Can't even. Make a bowl of cereal. Who? Lamar. He can't do what? He can't make a fucking bowl of cereal now. Shit. All because you're running behind these trash broads. Mm. Thinking there's something. You, you think there's something that they're not. Mm. It's your view of them. Mm. They've always ran through dudes. Right? You're just the latest. Damn. G-Monetti. Yo. This they, is the I Am Rapport podcast. I, I am. They call me the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the White Arsenio Hall, a.k.a. Michael Rapaport. They call him the Black Ed McMahon. They call him G. Monetti. Yeah. They call him, what else do they call you? G, G, uh, what else do they call you? G. Mo, Uncle G. Mo, all kind of monikers, Wait, wait, no, bro. but uh, 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 what, did, what did your nephew call you? Fun Loving. Yeah, yeah. That's one of your other nicknames. That's right. Um... I don't know, man. I can't call it. I want to say that the performance of a year by an MC goes to Black Thought. Uh, I'm not doing a record of the year. I'm just doing a performance of the year by an MC. Black Thought from the Roots on the J period mixtape is performance of the year 2015. And I believe it came out of the top of 2014. But if you haven't heard James Brown beats mixed by J period and black thought rhyming over all James Brown beats. Get that. Go to fucking SoundCloud and download the J period black thought James Brown thing. There's another J period, all James Brown thing. That thing is dope too. But what I'm talking about is black thought from the roots. Yo, how good is he? Yo, freestyling live show. That's a MC. We we've been we've been talking about this literally for a year now. Yeah, it's that good. That that record. We 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 were listening to it on the way back to the Gloom Tomb. Word. What you're hearing, the buzzing in the background. The Gloom Tomb is home to a Snapple refrigerator. Yeah. I, I don't know if we ever had like a party in the Gloom Tomb in this L.A. Gloom Tomb. I don't think we have. Fans have never seen the the up close and personal the Snapple refrigerator. So if you're hearing a little buzzing. That's nothing uh, that needs to be fixed, Miles Davis. That's, that's real-time, real audio of the Snapple fridge that's filled with Snapple iced tea, which is, if you know anything about the I Am Rapport podcast and me, Michael Rapport, you know that I love Snapple. Yep. Gerald loves rum and coke. Zaya. 
Zaya what? That's the brand. That's the brand you like, Zaya from, Rum. From Trini, Trinidad, man. <sighs> Yo, man, there's man, one man. thing. One, you know, I want to make a heartfelt plea to, to my man, Roy Jones Jr. Oh, shit. You getting knocked the fuck out out there in Russia. This ain't the first knockout that you've been put to sleep. I don't know. Maybe boys around you, your man smoke. I know your man smoke, Gainer. <laughs> I remember you always talking about smoke. I imagine smoke now is gassing you up to fight. You, you know you could go out there and do your thing out there in Russia. The, the boys can't fuck with you. You Roy. You Roy Jones. P. Cola. I know he's hearing all that. Who, who are you just doing an impression of? That's Smoke. Oh, Smoke Gainer? Yeah. Do, do, do a little bit more. So maybe if you do a little bit more, the people maybe will get more familiar. I wonder, is there anybody who's listening to this that knows who Smoke Gainer is? That's Roy Jones' protege. He used to fight, right? Yep. Smoke Gainer. Roy, that's Roy Jones' protege. So do a little bit more of what you think Smoke was saying to Roy on the plane ride over to Russia. We going over here to Russia? They ain't never seen no niggas in Russia. We going over here to Russia, and we going to go over here and get their belt. Roy, you could do it. We going to get this money. We going to go get this money, and then we going to come we back. We going to train for two weeks. And then you going to fight. The biggest fighter in the United States. I know how it's going to happen, Roy. And Roy went over there and fought some Russian dude and got the fucking shit kicked out of him. And I don't want to see, see it anymore. I'm a, such a fan of Roy Jones. I love his commentating. I loved him as a fighter. And, and I don't think he should be allowed to fight anymore. He's had like three knockouts that I know of, and I believe there's a few more. Like knocked out cold. Cold. Not just losses. Not like 11th round stoppages. Fucking knockouts. Cold. He's like a punching fucking bag. Right. Like, he fell like a sack of potatoes in this last fight in Russia. Go on YouTube and look up Roy Jones fighting some Russian dude on like 12-4-2015 or 12 4 it's not, it's not pretty. Stop. We want you to stop, Roy. And, 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 and Smoke. Leave him alone. Smoke Gainer. You need to tell Roy, yo, it's time to cut, cut that shit out. If it's you. It might not be you, Smoke. It might just be Roy. Roy, you need to stop. He doesn't need to fight anymore. It can't be about the love of the fighting because if it was about the love of the fighting, he'd be in better shape. Like, so if it was just somebody he needed to fight, Roy would have took better care of his body. Not to say that he looks bad. He looks better than me. He just don't look like Roy Jones. He don't look like Roy. Roy Jones had one of the best physiques in boxing. Yeah. So I'm not dissing that. But like, yo, Bernard Hopkins, he never had a shape. So yeah. you could be like, okay, this, and he never stops fighting. And Bernard Hopkins never got knocked out. Yeah, yo. Even, even his last fight, I saw him fight this big Russian dude. He was never even down. If you like, get, it was a, 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 a sort of a, a flash knockdown in the first round, but it was flash. If Roy you got fucking. Up. If you getting beat like that, yo, man, what does that tell you, yo? You're Roy. You're saying I'm Roy. But look how you fucking getting your ass kicked. You're not fighting like Roy. You, you ain't Roy. You're, you're getting smoked. knocked the fuck out, Roy Jones. And we're saying this in a compassionate way. Word. Stop. And the boxing people, stop. Stop this giving is- the motherfucking licenses and shit, man. He has to talk. 
He has to commentate. You getting knocked, you fucking, your brain is all fucking scrambled. We can barely understand you now. Fuck. The next time they do that in the fight. Time? What the fuck are you talking about, Roy? We don't understand what you're saying. And you're fighting? You're already, you're already impeded verbally. Were. I, I want to understand some things. If you keep fighting, they're going to have to let you go. HBO should say, one more fight. And that's it. And that's it. Like, yo, this is a conflict of interest. Either be an analyst or a fighter. And we're doing this to protect you. We, we don't want to sit here and watch this car wreck. We're yo, contemplating subtitles for you anyway. This is not going to help. What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? We've gotten a lot of mail. Nobody knows what the fuck you're saying 63.6% of the time, Roy. The analytics don't lie. People are complaining every time we hear you. And now you want to go to Russia with smoke and fight this big goon Russian dude? That was a fucking goon gorilla motherfucker yeah. he fought. They don't give a fuck if you, Roy. Oh, the old has-been. That's like Clubber going up to That's uh, like a Creed. Serbian-Russian dude. Yeah. Yo, Russia's... Russia's not an easy yeah, place. They don't care about Pensacola. Right. Pensacola. P. Cola. Russia, yo. He's not impressed that you're Roy Jones and that you're down with Air Jordan and And you 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 rap with A Ball and MJG. We like all we that. We like, we love that shit. But that Russian over there in Russia, he is not with that shit, Roy Jones. He wants to fucking knock your block off. And he did. And have a shot of vodka like nothing. Right. <laughs> I beat some old fighter, Roy. Roy Jones, you come to my country, <laughs> you fucking motherfucker, you <laughs> cocksucker. You come here. What the fuck are you still fighting for, Roy Jones? You ain't fucking Rocky Marciano, you cocksucker. The Rock never got knocked out, Roy Jones, you motherfucker, you. You got knocked the fuck out. You mumbling, stuttering, fuck you. Stop this shit. That was my first Aiello in like a month. Yeah, it's good. See, but it hurts my throat. This is the Iron Rapport Podcast. Gee, I see you got off the plane... With a new pair of great sneakers. Why did you come to L.A. with a fresh-dipped pair of new great sneakers? Because I like the compliments I get. Motherfuckers don't know the, these, these kicks yet. So when they see them, what are those? And you say, greats. And you got them by going to greats.com. For the sure. sneaker company comes from Brooklyn, New York, direct to the consumer Go to greats.com, affordable, comfortable, fly. Fly, yeah. Low-key, guys like Marshawn Lynch, Kevin Durant, also sponsor great sneakers. Marshawn Lynch just came out with the Beast Mode. Go to greats.com, and you could save 20%. Listen, girls, fathers, sons, great great gift for Christmas. Get your, get your boyfriend a new pair of sneakers. Get your son a new pair of sneakers. Get yeah. your father a pair of low-key greats. They Cut. look good. They feel good. Cop them Woosters. The Woosters are nice. It's the Iron Rapport Podcast. Whew. What else, G. Moody? Oh, man. 
everything is everything, man. Just slow motion. Uh, so this fire is no joke. We're going back to the fire. No joke. Yo, a fire is a motherfucker, man. <laughs> like, if it wasn't for those firefighters, that shit would burn the whole city up. It just rages. It has, it has like a life of its own. Mm. The oxygen in the air just fuels it. They were, they was, they were uh, hosing it down for three days. Damn. So, like, they would stop, and then you would see the smoke. It'll be smoldering. It's crazy, man. You know that one of the uh, questions on the Truy app that I saw? Because, you know, I, I love that Truy app. Right. Uh, it's an app that you can find on, on uh, your iPhone. Unfortunately, only on your iPhone right now. T-R-U-E-E-Y. It asks this question. And it was like 49% one way and 51% the other way. You know, because truly that's how you, the app works. Right. You ask a question and then it says, you know, the people vote on the percentage. But the question was, can a woman be a feminist and still get child support? And it was a split vote. Can a woman be a feminist and still get child support? What do you think about that, Gene? How would you vote on that? I, I would. Yeah, she, she could be that. She could be feminist, but a feminist is—I mean—that has nothing to do with yo. You, 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 you pro woman, right? That's feminist shit, right? Right. You men, still, men can be feminist too. You still had a, you had a baby. You deserved a child, right? You did. How I, you? Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, I think 51, so. Forty-nine percent of the people were like, "I don't want to." If you want to be a feminist, you're out there. You don't want to shave your armpit. This is what the people that the, the, <laughs> they say. You don't want to shave your armpits. You want to do all this stuff. Well, what the fuck are you collecting child support for? That's that's the other half right. they were saying. I, 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 that doesn't I, make, really make sense. I though. haven't thought it over my answer myself. I'm just telling you that some of the people were like, you oh, shave you're, your you're, you're, you're with a woman. You used to be married to a man, uh, and now you're with a woman. Uh, and you're, uh, you know, you're a vegetarian and all this sort of thing. <laughs> and uh, you're pro-woman and everything like that. And you're all about women. Yet you want to collect money. From your ex-husband. This wasn't me. I, 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 I'm I more where you're saying. Yeah. She had the baby shit. That does, yeah, that the interesting say. thing about the Truy app is if you read the comments, like this one guy was like, listen, I don't want to have to fucking pay her anything. <laughs> this guy's name was Rick from Jersey. Why should I have to pay her anything? I didn't know she was a muff diver when I married her. Oh, right. Hell no. I say, I'm thinking Rick. Rick is fucking furious here. That's right. Yeah, Rick, yeah. You see, oh, word, yeah. That was his words, muff diver. I haven't heard that term or used that term ever, but I, I, I thought that was, it's a funny term, muff diver. That is crazy. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Muff diver, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I've never heard of no shit like that. <laughs> Yo. It's a derogatory term for lesbian. Damn. I didn't, uh, <laughs> I never heard it before. Hey, you know what I wanted to address? What? And, and in all seriousness, because I saw two comments. One, one gentleman, I can't remember his name, but he, he's Rapper Pack from Cleveland. No, from Chicago. And he reached out about uh, you telling the story about the guy that smelled like shit on the train. And, and, and we've made some comments about this before, about cab drivers and all this stuff. And, and I think everybody's uh, uh, gotten it, but two people... One, one dude made a comment saying that he thought we were being mean by making fun of somebody that smelled like shit. 
I, 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 and, and then there was this incident that Gerald Moody saw on the train. Re- re- refresh, refresh the people if, 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 you, if, you, uh, if you didn't hear the incident. But G. Monetti, uh, a.k.a. the Black Emmy Man, saw this. On what train was it? Uh, I think this was the four. Okay, and, and, and tell, tell the incident one more time. You can do the short version because you've told it, I think, twice. Yeah, they, they can go back on the episode and, and hear it. But what I, I will say in brief... In brief, yeah, just give the short version. <laughs> the, it was a, a, a black dude got on the train. And what I was saying was, it wasn't the guy was Muslim. The black dude they mistook him. I think that's the word. Mistook him. For, because he had the uh, turban on. You said he could have been Sikh. I, that's what I think he was. Okay, so it was a black dude and a Sikh. And he said... Yo, but you're dude, not sure. You, it it could have right. been a seat. It, it could have been. But the dude said, yo, Duke, you smell like shit. And, and, and he made a big stink. And, but this wasn't like a hate crime. No. Because did, what did Duke actually smell like? He smelled like shit. You, I was on the train. You noticed that, but then the guy who got on said it. And what did he look like? Money was a regular dude from around the way. Regular dude. Like, like, like sanitation worker, 35. He looked like he was fed, fed up, got on the train. You know, some motherfuckers is verbal, vocal. Right. Yo, who fuck smell like shit in here, B? Right. And, 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 and when Gerald was telling me this story, like, I don't find it as hilarious as I did the first three times you told it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm not laughing now. But I, I laughed. And then we've made other comments about cab drivers. But, but in general, I also made comments about just Gerald. This is this is straight up. When you got into my car, what is one of the top things I did before we even got out of the airport? What, what did I do? And I'm not prompting you. As soon as you settled in the car, before we left LAX, before our, my car left LAX, so it's meaning within two minutes, what did I do? You gave me a piece of fucking chewing gum. And you got a little offended. Oh, yeah. Like, yo, my, my shit's humming like that? G. Monetti got offended because when he came into my car... He's a grown man. He, 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 he's, the, he's, the, he's the co-host on the Iron Rapport podcast. He came into my car, my friend, since I've known, since 1982. And he got offended that I gave him gum. And I didn't even need to say, your shit stinks. That your mouth smells like shit. I just laughed. No, you were like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, yo, I, why would I lie to you? I'm not doing, like, what are we, in the sixth grade? Like, right. your breast stinks? Yeah. I have no vested interest in your breath. You came into the car, your shit stinks. <laughs> I'm going to give you the gum. <laughs> and then I told Thank him, you. I told, no, you didn't say thank you. <laughs> I, I've, I've had to explain myself twice, because later on in the day, I said, you know what? Because I was trying to think, what does my mom, what does my man's breath smell like? Because I was like, it, it kind of smelled like a familiar smell to me. I was like, is it food? Is it's not bad body odor? It's breath. And then I realized what your breath smells like to me. Would you want me to tell you? Go. He smells like my uncle Buddy's. Oh shit. Uncle Buddy is is my uncle that when I was little, he was always really nice, a little a little eccentric, but his breath smelled like shit. <laughs> That's not me, and motherfucker. It was, a, it was a distinct smell my uncle had. My uncle was a Jewish <laughs> no. Indian. He, he he was anointed an Indian. No bullshit. Great guy. I loved Uncle Buddy. Lived in Queens. Real New York. Real New York Jew. Sweetheart. My, my, my grandma Evelyn's brother. Buddy. Right. 
but his breath always smelled like shit. As he actually got older and older, it didn't smell as much. But when I was a kid and I would see him, he'd give us quarters. He, he was like the guy that did like the, the grip thing. Uh-huh. Like he'd squeeze our hand hard, but he was sweet. He was a little, a little weird. That's not his me, breath smelled like shit. And I realized, I was like, when I, gave you the, when I gave you the second piece of gum a few hours later, and you were like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? And, 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 and I said, why? Why am I having to even explain myself? I'm giving you gum because your breath stinks, dude. <laughs> Like, I said it in these terms, right? <laughs> Did I not say it in these terms? I said it directly to you. I was like, yo, yo, your breast stinks. And, I'm do- and I, would want, I would want you to do the same thing. I would want you to do the same thing. So going back to the original story, and the original reason why we were even bringing this up is that two people said that this kind of banter and philosophizing about breath was offensive because you thought we were talking about like a homeless person or it was directed towards any sort of Indians or Muslims. Listen, first of all, with everything that's going on in the world, we're going to make a lot of jokes on this show, but no, we have no ISIS, no Muslim, no religious jokes. We go at all you motherfuckers. We what? We will go at all everybody. That's the whole point about shit. But but, but all that religious stuff... We're, 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 we're not into that. We're not into But if that. your breath is kicking, you're going to get told your breath stinks. Your underarms. Your underarms. And I don't care if it's you, G. Monetti, mm-hmm. my, 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 my brother, my kids, my own father, right. who's 84, my mm-hmm. mom. I'm going to say, yo, your breath stinks. And I, I, and I expect anybody who's in my life who remotely cares about me or has any, any little bit of self-respect. I told the guy the other day. Yo, yo, Duke. Yo, my man, take this. He was like, well, I said, yo, you need this shit. <laughs> Gave him a piece of gum. Yeah, that's a good lookout. And I don't know this guy. And he and he understood. And his breath was, it was, dis, it was, it was disruptive. It was disturbing. <laughs> no, no, no. It was like a disruptive thing. Like, like yeah, you, you, you kind of like, you, you flicked me you, in my nose. You didn't punch me or smack me. Like, you know, but if, he, if somebody flicks you yeah. real good, like in, in the, the tip of your nose, you're going to feel it. Right. That was like, yeah. What the fuck, man? You gotta weave. <laughs> yeah, you gotta like fucking weave like Roy Jones Jr. in his prime. <laughs> G Monetti. Word. Will you do lines for me with from Raging Bull if I give you a script? Yes. I will do it. Alright, so we're gonna do a giveaway. We're gonna do a giveaway. The first ten people to send videos to IamRapport.com no longer than 30 seconds. Doing this line. From Raging Bull, the clip is going to be up on the on, on the site. The clip is going to be up on the site, but the the line is the Joe Pesci line. But you got to imitate it directly from the movie. Joe Pesci says to Robert De Niro, and I'm going to put it up on the website. We're going to put it up on Instagram. If you win, you win. If you lose, you still win. Just get down to 155 pounds, you fat fuck. Stop eating. That's the line. If you do more. You have a better chance of winning. If you get a child to do this, you're definitely winning. Hell yeah. Even if his performance isn't, isn't that good. If you get a girl to do this, you're probably going to win. <laughs> if more than one person does it, you both win. If you win, you win. If you lose, you still win. Just get down to 155 pounds, you fat fuck. You stop eating. Is that so hard? Okay? We're giving away 10 t-shirts to the first people to submit their videos no longer than 30 seconds to IamRappaport.com. Email us. It's all on there. Don't ask how. You got to put a little bit of work in. 
This is the I Am Rapport podcast coming live and direct from the Gloom Tomb in Los Angeles, California. We're not, we're not cutting. We're, we're, we're not cutting. We're doing it. You know that these beats, this beat that you're listening to right now, G Monetti produced it. We let that rock for a minute. Yep. Just, uh, you know, sip on some. Uh, I have my water in a metal container. And G Monetti, what, what do you got there? I got some good Coca-Cola and some good spirits. I wonder how people listen to the I Am Rapport podcast. Can I just tell you, G, I, I just want to just say this. We love doing this fucking podcast. Hell yeah. I mean, G Monetti, like, break it down. It, it's a, first of all, it's not even fucking work. It's fun. It's actually fun. I know the, the fans love it. They get a lot of joy. The and, fan art is unbelievable. Oh, man. Yo, the drawings, the sketches, oh, man. the guy who sent us the cartoon. My man, Ian Johnson. That's a bad motherfucker. Mike Morris, Mr. Morris, Mr. 55. Morris, yeah. Vega, seven, Vegas 702. She's great. Anthony Hubert. Yeah, and who's the other guy who who's always sending good good shit every week? Um, the minimalist dude. No, him. But then there's a, who's the other dude who sends like the dope shit every week? I'm gonna remember his name. Um, fuck, love his shit. Yeah, he's. I, I know who you're talking about. Damn, but so many. They, it's just great, man. Yo, we we Very we, we we love it. We love all of it and appreciate all of it, and we see all of it. We see all of it. Yes, I haven't seen all of the. Uh, Pictures of all the people that have gotten T-shirts. Oh, word. Y'all we've gotta... sent so many T-shirts and gotten so few pictures. We've got some pictures, but Anthony Riddle. Yeah. Is it Riddle, Anthony Riddle? Hubert. No, Hubert is my other. Do we met him at the... Um, when of did course, we yeah, at the Brewster. Yeah, man. Uh, the fan art is just... it make, When you see it, when I see it, it just makes me smile. Every single time we get, get something. Smile. It it, 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 it it trips us out. Like yeah. we send it to each other, we're like, "Yo, yeah." Across 105th the, Street, that the, was great. The, uh, the fact that people enjoy the I Am Rapport podcast, we're 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 more in shock than you. Yeah, word. <laughs> we're more in shock than you. Um, what else is really good, G Monetti? What 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 other things you have to say, man? Yo, I just want to let you know that going into, I, I know I know that uh, fantasy football. Some people give a fuck. Some people don't. Okay, but I'm in the playoffs of my fantasy football league, and I'm playing a guy named Ben Bardo, who's actually a really, really nice guy. It's hard for me to even break his balls, but I'm going to bust his ass in fantasy football this Sunday in the Stern Show Fantasy Football League. And uh, hopefully if I win, I'll be playing gorilla-toothed Gary Delabonte in the finals. Who I mean, who doesn't want to have me versus gorilla in the finals. And Gorilla, I'm going to tell you something. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I called into the wrap-up show the other day, and you said to me, you said, you know, it's not, it's getting to the point where I'm not good, I'm not going to do an impression of you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to work in my mind to try to even do an impression of you. But just imagine like a whiny bitch and then you, that's the voice of Gary Fafafui. He said to me, you know, it's not funny. You're sending tapes and you're sending videos because I sent them a video of, of the actual clip from Planet of the Apes. <laughs> right. And I, it was like, 
you're the gorilla and I got you in the cage. You know, when uh, I can't remember the actor's name, he goes, take your filthy hands off of me, you damn filthy ape. I send that to Gary Delabonte. While I'm sending it, I'm cracking up laughing. I think it's fucking hilarious. So when he's complaining, and then I sent him a video after uh, my team was winning of a 12-year-old girl dancing to the Whispers classic song, And the Beat Goes On. Uh-huh. And he didn't understand what was funny. Now, if you saw the video, they're all on my Instagram, but you could see the girl dancing. Like, she's doing the damn thing mm-hmm. to And the Beat Goes On. I'm taunting this fucking monkey. Yeah. And now he wants to say, it's, he, he's, he's basically tapping out. And while he's saying this to me on the, the I Am Wrap-Up uh, wrap Show, right. the Howard Stern Wrap-Up Show, I'm on live radio laughing hysterically, cracking up. <laughs> because I'm thinking to myself, now, the fucking, now we're going to shake the fucking tree and, and, and all the coconuts are going to fall on your fucking gorilla head. Because everybody's going to send videos. So if you want to taunt monkey, fa-fa-fooey, the more obscure, the better. The more original, the better. Right. Taunt this fucking gorilla. Yeah. Take him the fuck down. Because now I know he's actually injured. He's affected. Right. And, 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 and you might be saying, why, why would you want to do this? I'm getting in his head for the fantasy football. Fo- like, I don't just do this like in March, mm-hmm. April, May, June, July. By the way, that's one thing he also doesn't preface on the radio. It's not like I'm doing this to him all year. I'm doing this to him pregame weekend and the weekend of. It's like I'm like the, the, the Floyd Mayweather of fantasy football. Like I'm psyching this fucking guy out. And mm-hmm. somebody people might say, you're not playing in the game. You're not Floyd Mayweather. You're not psyching him out. Yes, I am. He's got to make picks. He might try too hard. Right. You know what I mean? He might say, you know what? I'm going to go for this guy because it says he's projected to get 26 points knowing or not knowing who he's playing against defensively. This monkey, you could get in his head like that is what the point is. So so for those of you people that think, why are you harassing mama monkey, mm. fafafui, go, go, gorilla? Why am I harassing him? This is all strategy. Okay, and the fact that it's affecting him going into the potentially into the finals now, stop. Keep going. You think I'm a GG Monetti? You you know me very well. What do you think the chances of me stopping harassing this monkey? No, keep going. Keep. I'm, going. I'm not going to stop. I can't stop. Until, won't until stop. You Rocket win. to the boogie of the a get down and a get down and girls. See, I am Rapport podcast. I'm looking forward, man, to seeing this concussion movie, man. I'm very interested. I, I, I know they had the doctor on uh, the Good Morning America, the, the real doctor. And I just recently found out that in football training camp or all through high school and college, they have something called the bull ring. I think it's called the bull ring. All the players circle around right. one player. And then the coach hits one player and they fucking ram him with with their heads. Damn. And 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 if he if he can't take it, he's viewed as a wimp or a bitch a ass sucker. But is he really? Or is he just concussed? You knocked him out, he's soft. 
Right, because he because he's because he's knocked unconscious. Because because a two hundred and sixty pound dude ran at him, and they collided head to head, or hit him on the side of the head or the chin. He's 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 he's, he, a, he's not worthy of being on. He doesn't he doesn't love the game enough. He let down his teammates. That's what it is, huh? He's not just fucking concussed. So that movie will shed a lot of light on repeated blows to the dome. Are you going to go see it? Hell yeah. What do you expect? Grown men running into each other. Full speed. You think... Jesus. Yo. What are we talking about? (laughs) We talking about practice? We in here talking about practice. We're supposed to be podcasting and we talking about practice? Yo. You're right. Practice? The argue the people arguing for football and against the uh, concussions and all that just wheel Earl Campbell out to mm. say, "Look, Earl is okay." Earl Campbell, former Houston Oiler, he fantastic. can talk. <laughs> say something, Earl. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Look. <laughs> The Ro- the Texas Rose, what did they call him? The U- the Rose of Texas. Yo. They called him the Rose of Texas. He's all fucked up. Earl Can Campbell. he enjoy his money that he's made? Hell no. It ain't worth it. Yo, you're talking like you don't want football. I love fucking football. <laughs> I love it. But you're asking me a question. Two motherfuckers running into each other all Terrible. game? They don't need that. Put the leather helmets on. I guarantee you won't have one concussion. Oh, my goodness. Frank Gifford got hit. That hit? Yo. In 56? What? That hit. He retired for the year. Right. He was done. And now they're looking in his brain. They want him to be the, the face of you see? retired players. because He was bra- fried. And everybody, was, remember, I remember you used to sit there and watch the games, and I remember you said a bunch of times, and you expressed, uh, you expressed regret. But I remember a couple of times you were like, yo, Frank Gefford looks like shit. Remember you yeah, said that yeah, a few times? Yeah, man. Like, I remember once, once watching, we were watching the Steelers play Cincinnati one night. He was doing Monday night? Yeah, and you, we were in a bar. It was you, me, and a couple other friends, and I remember you specifically saying, Frank looked like shit, yo. You said that. And, and... You could see the onset of that shit coming on. You can't fuck with your brain. That's what controls everything. Do you feel bad about saying, Frank, you look like shit, Duke? You said it to the TV. It was like, it was like you wouldn't stop. I do now that he's passed, and I didn't know what he was going through. You know? What else? You said something else. You kept saying over and over about him. I don't remember oh, exactly. He was in the, oh, He's bought it. Remember, he was in the telly. He had some jump off in the telly a couple of years ago. Remember, Kathy Lee on 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 that show talking about Frank this, Frank that. National Choir had him in the telly, naked, <laughs> down <laughs> down the hallway. Him and his chick walking. Watch out, who you talk about? Frank this, Frank that. I love Frank. And, and and you expressed regret about saying it'd be like, yo, my man Frank. Yeah, passed. but you, you don't know. He was know. a giant. You didn't know that. That he was going through CTE. We you, didn't know I, that. I knew he was freaking off in the telly. Mm. That I knew about. Yeah. I didn't know he was bout it bout it until I saw that. <laughs> word. 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 All Fuck right. the football shit. Yeah, yeah. The telly like, shit yo, is what he, solidified he, it. Yo, he was no joke. 
All right, this is the I Am Rapport podcast. This is 50 minutes of funk. Man, this is 50 minutes of... Let's of, keep going, man. Yo, this is 50 minutes of funk. Sports Illustrated got it right. Sports Illustrated got it right. The infamous Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year gave the Sportsman of the Year to a sports, sports person. person of the Year. That's what they call it now, bro. Serena Williams, who we've been championing... For the last five months. Yo. Richard Williams should have got the award. For- we need to do a best of Serena Williams episode where it's like all the great things we've said about Serena Williams. Serena Williams, we fuck with you hard body karate. Hard body, literally. We love you. No doubt. With all due respect, we love you. We admire you. Your beautiful Venus. Your beautiful open invitation to both of you. Individually and your pops and Richard, <laughs> anytime, any place, open invitation, you will get the most thorough, genuine interview of your lives. Venus and Serena, we love you. They know that I love they, them. They were. I told Serena Williams, I met her probably 16, 17 years ago at the tournament in um, down in, uh, n- n- not in San Diego, somewhere over de- near there. I told her, I love you, straight up. Not, not like I want to be, not anything sexual, not anything disrespectful, like straight up fan, like, yo, I love you. Yeah, exactly. I met her, shook her hand. I remember meeting her with Jada Pinkett was there. She was at the, at the, at the match too. Right. And I told Serena that. Then I met Venus, told her the same thing. I love you. That's right. They put it down. But you know what I was thinking? That Sports Illustrated was going to go the way of these other rags and put... Caitlyn Jenner as the sports person of the year. They didn't do it. Unlike this Time Magazine. I think this motherfucker, they're going to give him all the awards. Cy Young. He's going to get everything. (laughs) The Cy Cy Young is Caitlyn. NBA All-Star Game, MVP 2016. You think it's going to, like, maybe it'll go to Kobe. That'll be kind of like that. Like, no. Caitlyn Jenner. Every award. Soul Trade Award. What the fuck they just said? Everyone, Emmys, all kind of shit. All right, this is a great episode. So excited. Remember, 1221 between 6 and 11 p.m. Monday night, Raging Bull Holiday Celebration. It's going to be hosted by me, Michael Rappaport. We're screening the movie, then we're doing a live podcast at the Crest Theater, 1262 Westwood Boulevard, 1262 Westwood Boulevard in Los Angeles, California. There's valet parking. Underground parking and street parking available. First come, first serve. It's going to be hosted by me, Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the gringo Mandingo. Yes. And my partner in crime, G. Monetti, Gerald Moody, a.k.a. the Black Ed McMahon. For sure. And we're out, and I can't wait to see uh, all the people. Bring a friend. Just don't come in there acting crazy. Word. Bring a friend. Bring a guest. Bring your girlfriend. Bring your boyfriend. Bring your father. Bring your cousins. Bring your kids. I saw the movie when I was 10 years old in the theater in 1980. Mm -hmm. It's the Iron Rapport Podcast. We're out.